When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, Gareth Hall with you. Welcome to Winners on this Saturday, the 24th of February. Great to be with you. What a day it promises to be. Caulfield will take centre stage in this country with the three group ones, the Blue Diamond Stakes, the Futurity Stakes and the Oakley Plate. The two-year-olds in the Blue Diamond, the weight for age gallopers over the 1,400 metres in the Futurity and the up-and-coming sprinters trying to win a group one under handicap conditions in the Oakley Plate. It's a sensational support program as well, which includes the... Melbourne Cup champion, gold trip of a few years back, returning in at the Peter Young. So we'll discuss Caulfield. Rose Hill's got two strong races, the Hobartville for the three-year-olds and the Silver Slipper. We'll know a little bit more as we get closer to the Golden Slipper after the running of the Silver Slipper. We've got the Cinderella for the two-year-olds at Morphinville, the Lord Reams in the city of Marion Plate, which is also a feature there in SA, a black type race. And then the Detonator Stakes, the feature across there, in Western Australia, we've got a handy enough program at Doombin as well. Harness racing at its best tonight at Melton. The Australian Trotting Grand Prix will be the highlight and the two great trotters will be doing battle once again. Just Believe looking to get revenge back over Call Me The Breeze, this French trotter that caused a little bit of an upset in the Great Southern Star a few weeks back. And the Meadows will be painted in blue for the sports bet Australian Cup when the best sprinters in the land do battle. For Group 1 glory, we also have, of course, the Fan of Bale for the stayers. 0499 736 736 to join our conversation. This is winners thanks to Picklebet and Kilmore Toyota as we welcome in Brett Baker and Mickey Gannon. Listen to what they did last week. DJ much, much shorter. I think Switzerland will be too good. Uh, Switzerland, yes, that's a bet for me. Um, great run first up. I mean, it wasn't an easy run. It struck a lot of trouble and pushed through and just went whack. Inside the 200 and now Switzerland opens the shoulders, really lays it down to Shangri-La Expresses, fighting on doggedly, but Switzerland too strong at the end and Switzerland two out of two wins the Bureau plate. Going to be a race that sets up absolutely perfect for Samana. Like, they don't get much more perfect than this. Uh, Samana, I've already sort of uh, prefaced that before yep. when we were talking about Flemington. I love to run at the Gold Coast, they backed her up there, she's third up, she's an incredibly progressive horse, and I think $4 is a very good price in this race. And Samana went into overdrive, and Samana and Samaji, now Alencia's bursting along the rails, but it's Samana in front with a clear running, and Samana beat Alencia a half length. First up, well, Fangirl, she's a favourite, she's won on a soft six, uh, the same setup, G. She'll blow this away, base. Yeah, look, I think she'll blow them away. And Fangirl quickly put three links on them. Think it over second, and then came Militarised, but Fangirl, what a beauty. What a return to racing. Fangirl trounces them. Fangirl was awesome. The boys had another fill up there on a Saturday afternoon, and they're back thanks to Picklebet. So let's catch up with Brett Baker. G'day, Bakes. Good morning, mate. How are you? It must be very I early very over well. there. Yeah, it is very early. It's about seven minutes past one at the moment, but Ooh. I am wide awake because I'm excited. 
I hope he's wow. sleeping. I'll go for a couple of hours sleep and watch the race. Lucky, lucky they pay you the big bucks. I'll tell you what. I don't think I'd be getting up at one o'clock. Not to well, talk to you do. anyway. They, put it that mate, way. They, I tell you what, they wouldn't have to pay me because I would do this job anyway. It is the greatest job of all time. As I say hello to you, Mickey Gannon. Yes, morning, G. Uh, morning, Bakes. We'll start with Caulfield today. Um, what a race meeting this is. I think it's the best day in Victoria for the summer slash autumn period in Melbourne. We've got the three group ones. The Blue Diamond, it's one of the best Blue Diamonds as well. It's it's going to be an intriguing race. The Oakley Plate's always fascinating, of course. Handicap conditions over 1,100 metres around Caulfield. It's difficult to find the winner, but it's always a fascinating contest. And then the Futurity, it's not a vintage Futurity this year over the 1,400 metres of wait for age, but the people turning out to Caulfield today will get to see one of the very best in the, the land in Mr. Brightside. Um, so let's get stuck into this preview. We'll start off with the earlier races here. The first race is an interesting race because you've got Duncal about $3 with Pickle Bet, Ash Run is at $9, Mancane's a consistent galloper at six fifty. Glentanius has done nothing wrong, it's at three sixty. and then we go down to a horse like Flash Feeling that's had good support, Bakes. It's around three seventy for Johnny Sadler and Jamie Carr. Yeah, look, um, you're right, mate. It's just an absolute cracker days racing at Caulfield today. I can't, cannot wait. Uh, for me, Mankayan, um, the two runs so far this prep have been there or thereabouts. He's been beaten by Zenzella, who we'll talk about in Sydney later. An independent road who's absolutely flying as well. Um, I think sets up really well for this race. And I think, uh, as you said, six bucks, six twenty-five. It's a good price. Okay. Mickey? Yep, I'm leaning leaning the way of flash feeling. Just got a bit keen last start, ridden a bit uh, a bit close to the lead. I think Jamie Carr jumping aboard here drops a little bit in uh, in weight. G drops a, drops a kilo, and I think Jamie will be a little bit more patient aboard this galloper. And I think we'll see the best version of flash feeling to kick off the day at Caulfield. Bit of a tip around for Midtown Boss could be the start of a big day for Matty Laurie around two dollars sixty with pickle bets. Swiss Exile at nine dollars. Baldino. At $9.50, these are the horses under double figures. Hanchi's an interesting galloper from Western Australia with the Casey family. He's got plenty of ability. Mickey D takes the ride. And Kin, can this be Kin's day, Mickey Gannon? She's into full 50 in the market mover with Pickle Bet. Well, she's been well found now, that's for sure. And I wonder if our man Nick Ashman's jumped off. Gee, uh, no, he's definitely jumped you... on. It was one of his best there yesterday. Again. Again. He said so that's, never that's, again, that's Gareth. That's four weeks in a row there. after never again, saying you'll never do it again. I love him. Kin, Kin, <laughs> Kin, is, Kin is Nick Ashman's Jesus in a way. He continues to yeah. return from the dead for, um, <laughs> in his black book. But um, Jesus didn't come back twice. Oh, gee whiz. I don't know how they keep doing it. Plenty of people out there making uh, Kin their best bet. You can leave me right out. Midtown right. boss for me, G. I, I think it's, uh, I think he's a class above. Yeah, look, I, I agree. I agree with Gano. <laughs> I've been kin a long time ago, and it was probably one of the best days of punting I've ever had. Uh, Midtown boss, for me, uh, look, you, you don't want to see a dollar eighty-five favourite get rolled, but was beaten by a good horse. You're getting two fifty because of that today, and it's actually going to be one of my best all day at Caulfield. So, yeah, Midtown boss for me. The Angus Amanasco Stakes, named after one of the great trainers who was based at uh, Caulfield, who's for the three-year-old filly, Sarah Sana. Robbie Griffiths on the odds couple gave her a good push, and this is David Taggart's best of the day. 5.50 for her. Autumn Angel, 3.50. Pure Paradise at $6. 
Then we go to So Glamorous, named after Bakes at $6. Sparkling, also named after Bakes at $9.50. Big prices for the rest, Bakes. Um, mate, thanks so much. You're just beautiful at one in the morning, aren't you? Uh, mate, Autumn Angel for me first up. Uh, I think, look, form last prep was excellent. It, it's a pretty open race, but I really do like the horse. I think it's going to go to another level, this prep. And 360, it's just favourite at the moment. I, I think it's worth a bet. So, yeah, Autumn Angel for me. Yeah, I think Sarasana was pretty good. Ran a career peak, a clear career peak in the uh, the Sandown Guineas and gets here off a pretty quick turnaround, G, which is key, 84 days. Um, so it, it'll definitely get a chance today. And at $5.50, I think tags is on the money. It's definitely worth a play. There we go. That's not. I don't say that doesn't usually happen. Tags and Mickey Gannon coming together, but oh, I love it's it. It's quite rare. <laughs> it is rare. Um, you're f- yeah, I, I love it. Brave me. This is a rip. I'm looking forward to the Senate for the three year olds. Brave me. Chin won the race the other day. Cool. If you went to the top, dictated terms, gave nothing else a chance. It's got a wide gate this week, however, to overcome a 280. Maharaba at $7. Don Corleone could be a big day for the Snowdens and Newgate Farm. Um, they've got this galloper from an inside gate at six fifty. Shalite at eleven dollars. Wonder if it's just improved its racing pattern this time in after a bit of a break. Lakota fires at a big price. Woofy, bit of a tip around for Woofy for Nick Ryan Luke Curry at fourteen dollars. We've got uh Rykoki at eleven dollars, Pivot City at nine dollars fifty and hey Mickey Gannon, try and talk me out of legacies today, the Philly taking on the boys at nine dollars. Well, if she can run back to her, you know, career peak figure, which was first start last preparation, I still think she's a length off of G. Okay. So I'd save all your Saudi dollars, mm-hmm. and I'd just have a little shekel on uh, each way on Don Corleone because this horse is this is he's the class galloper in this race. He's contested Group One races consistently throughout his career. He gets to a very very winnable race. You could probably argue that he has promised the world and. You know, maybe delivered an atlas in some sense, but his trials have been enormous. I think he's going better than ever, and I think the best version of Don Corleo wins his race. I agree with you to some sense of Shalite just needs to improve uh, his racing manners, but he very much could, and if he does, he's right in the race as well. So Don Corleo and Shalite, so you're getting what six dollars fifty and eleven dollars. I think they're the two horses you want to play in the race, Bakes. Um, yeah, this race had me incredibly confused because I did it and I had Brave Mead odds on. And, and I don't understand why we're looking at it at 270. You know, it, it as um, G said, dictated terms last time. Beat King Colorado, who was, you know, just edged out last weekend. I see no reason it's not going to happen again. I know the wide gates there, but I don't think it's going to be an issue. I, I just don't get it. I think 270 is fantastic price for this horse in this field. That so, is yeah, big value there, Bakes. If you if you're running that horse odds on, um, geez, I wouldn't want you to be my bookie if I like Brave Me. But... <laughs> that's all right. You don't have to be, mate. No, I well, love that's your. That's why confidence. I'm here. We have differing differing opinions. No, this that was a... that was a strong opinion. Strong, um, very strong and I loved opinion. It. That's easy. And we'll know by two p.m. how good it was. <laughs> we will know by two p.m. Yes. It'll either be on the uh, on the intro next week or it won't. It's very simple. Let's have. Let's have a look at race number five on the program. This is a beauty of the autumn classic for the three-year-olds. Dunbelieven is at $14. Immediately SP'd at a big price on debut, never looked like winning and jumped out of the ground late. Was off the bit a long way from home the other day and still found the line to win. It's got untapped ability, this galloper, in the Aussie Kerr colours at four eighty. 
Then you go down to Caracacus at four dollars. Um, United Kingdom. Watch this horse at track work the other day at Caulfield. Mick Price was there. Bit of a spring and mix step when he saw United Kingdom work. He was impressive on debut at four forty with Pickle Bet. Sox Nation at five fifty. This is a hot race, Mickey Gannon. It is G, but G, where's United Kingdom? Uh, Fifteen hundred and six uh, meter maiden at Geelong. Uh, nice enough win, just under a length. Now has to go to a Group Two uh, at set weights. That'll be some sort of leap, and it's now four dollars. I really don't understand that. It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, but in saying that, I, I'm with Sox Nation, a filly that's won two races that comes from a benchmark seventy. I'm just leaning to the fact that Kieran Ma knows what he's got with this galloper and, and thinks that, that she's just going to jump out of the ground over 1,800 metres. That 44 days off suggests to me that they thought, okay, we like what we saw at the Valley and now she's ready to go here and I'm just trusting the stable, G. Thanks. Yeah, um, I genuinely had absolutely no idea in this race whatsoever. I watched the number of the lead-in races. You just throw a blanket over them. I wouldn't have a clue. So it's a no-bet right. race for me. It's a watch. I get it. It's going to be interesting. But, yeah, I can't have a bet. Too no, give the punters something. No, just stick with yours. You're the smart guy here. I'm just here for um, oh, the, oh, looks, wow. the good looks and the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> my favourite beer, beer Carlton Draft sponsor, the Peter Young Stakes. Gold Trip, they're going to run him today. They'll probably monitor the track, but he's in so far at 250 Vow and Declare at $15. Big prices for Salino and Loft. Loft's into 40 to 1. You get $71 earlier on in the week. Maybe if he hits the line strongly, J.D. Hayes suggested, have something on here maybe for the Sydney Cup. Campioness has been up for a long time. She's had a really good preparation in New Zealand. She made the trip across the Tasman this week for Tiako Racing. She's $3. Unusual culture. Bakes, that's nine fifty, And then Foxy <laughs> Cleopatra is at $6 here. Um, I've got a feeling Gold Trip Bakes will be too good. Uh, He's good. the best well, horse that's, here. That's, mate, that's good Clearly. for you. I think it's way too short. Um, I really like Foxy Cleopatra. I mean, she was beaten by Yonsei, uh, who's come back and, you know, is arguably going to be a bit of a star. So um, beaten by a really good one. I thought her run was huge. Uh, I think she will turn up today, and I think she'll be very, very strong. I think she's a great better. What is she, 5.25 at the moment? Yep, that'll do me. Yeah, uh, completely against you there, Bakes. I'll take you on. That's I think good. Foxy Cleopatra's, that's a ridiculous price for it. I think Gold Trip's definitely the the one G, but I, yeah. gee, I hold great queries. Like, they weren't going to run the horse if it was a good four. It's been warm down there. And it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, the track's only going to be a, a firm death, right? I think, I think that he does handle a go? good four. Just, mm. just to see how quickly it dries out, there'd be plenty of moisture put onto that track in the yeah, last okay. four hours, and it's a good four. So there's a suggestion it, it, it was probably on on the worst side of a good four, and that's why yeah, he's going around. Okay. Well, what they'll do is that they'll monitor now. Unlike the Caulfield Cup, when we we're weighing up whether he was going to run or not, they decided mm. to have a crack on a good track, and he felt his legs that day. And it probably yep. nearly stuffed up his preparation heading towards a Cox Plate, and he didn't fire in a, a in a Melbourne Cup. So, I'll give you the tip: um, you if you back him today, and he starts, well, they think he can win because they yep. definitely won't risk him like they say they did in a Caulfield Cup at yep. the start of a preparation when he's got so much prize money up for grabs a little later on. Um, yep. So if he starts, back him. If he doesn't, well, 
you obviously get your money well, you back. Don't. Now, you so. don't. Yeah, well, I, I had Campion Esser on top. Take any just, risk. Yeah. I, I had Campion Esser on top purely because I didn't think the horse was going there. Uh, I still think that sh- she draws really, really well and probably gets the run of the race. But how the track plays, well, if there is a bit more moisture in the ground than what predicted, it has been 30-odd degrees. There's no reason why that track should be anything worse than a good four going towards a good three. But, hey, who knows how much water they've put on. If it is on the drier side of a good four, then it definitely can't be an Esser on top, G. But I, I would now be wary um, that the fact that they're running as to how much juice is in that track. Yep. This is uh, winners, thanks to Picklebet, Kilmore Toyota on this Saturday morning. Great to be with you. 0499736736 to join our conversation. Tell us who you are backing today. If you've got a tip out wide, we'd love to know. We'll read it out. We'll take a break. We'll come back and have a look at the Group 1s at Caulfield straight after this, kicking off with the Futurity. And the star of the um, well, Victorian racing scene anyway at the moment is Mr. Brightside. And he'll start a very short price favourite in that Group 1. Tips, head to SEN underscore track on Twitter or text us on 0499 736 736. Live across Australia on SEN track. This is Winners with Gareth Hall. Great to be with you on Winners this Saturday morning. Big day of racing right across the country. The highlight will be at Caulfield. Um, well, the highlights will be there, no doubt, with the three group ones, the Futurity, the Oakley Plate, and also the Blue Diamond Stakes. The first of the group ones comes up in the first leg of the quaddy. The Futurity Stakes over the 1,400 metres. Wait for age. Looks like Mr. Brightside has scared everybody off. He's $1.45 with pickle bet. Pericles around $10.00. Dom to shoot defeated Zaki at Wait for Age at his last start to win a northerly in WA and the Western Australians at $23. Nuggets at $11. Trishan at 9 Big prices for the rest. Hey, Fat Cat at $27. Mr. Brightside, is he just a, he's an anchor for everybody's multis, I would imagine, with Pickle Bet Bakes. Yeah, you'd think so. I mean, he's probably short enough. He's probably too short for me to actually back out, right? But He's a buck forty-five in a multi. I agree. I think this is easier uh, than um, the CFO, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And yeah, I can't see him getting beaten. He'll be winning, G. Uh, just depends what price you want to take. But uh, Mr. Brightside will be too good for this lot. I think the the Blue Diamond. What a race it is! You, you can give horses at forty to one a bit of a chance there today. Ruta Royale's done nothing wrong. Hit fifty-one dollars. For him, with pickle bets, Spywire was third in a, in a Magic Millions. He's trialled nicely since. He's at $23. Kira Ma over the moon with him. Benny Mallon rode Coleman at track work on Tuesday morning at Caulfield. Jumped off and said to Matty, I think we might be winning the Blue Diamond. It's at 340 pickle bets. Stay focused. Widegate to overcome, but he was enormous the other day. He's at $13. Dublin Downs at 67 Traffic Water, James Cummings says that he's got untapped He's got a wide gate to overcome, but he worked like a good horse on Tuesday morning at Osborne Park at Godolphin's Farm there in Sydney. High Octane was unlucky the other day in a pro He's at 5.50. Sesterman, J.D. Hayes point out this horse has done nothing wrong. He's a big price. He's probably too big of a price. Trifectas and first fours, according to J.D., with Sesterman. He had to pass a test yesterday, and he, he did just that. A vet test anyways at 61. Fearless, the Snowdens believe this horse can win a blue diamond. 
He's at $31. Hey, Asugi, Clint McDonald said she's done nothing wrong. She definitely hasn't gone backwards after winning her prelude. She's at $19. Anisa, oh, I love her to death. I think she's a bet at $12. Lady of Camelot smashed the clock in Sydney. She's got the different form line. She's at four twenty. Kurianagi was the horse that just got beat the other day by Hayasugi in the prelude for the Phillies at Caulfield. Nikki O'Shea says she's done nothing wrong and is ready to run the race of her life in the early part of her career. And Brenton of Dalla, the informed Brenton of Dalla in Hong Kong, travels, of course, to ride her. Matisse is a great roughie, according to a few judges, at $19. Fly is probably outclassed at $126. And in her eyes, gets a start now at $67. Mickey Gatter, what a race. It's a really good race, G. Um, the, the tail's not as long as it usually is, which is fantastic. But for me, I think it's as simple as this. There's only two horses that I want to be with. One was $4.40 in Coleman early in the week, and, and one was $6.00 Lady of Camelot when they opened. They've both been very, very well backed, and they've been well backed for two reasons. They're both mapped to perfection. They've got the best figures coming into the race. One's 1,000 to 1,200 metres. Everyone's sort of suggesting that's not a problem. I think it might be a minor query in regards to the fitness when you're coming up against a Waterhouse bot horse that's 1,100 to 1,200. I've lent that way with Lady of Camelot. I think she'll be out in front. I think she's bomb-proof. If she runs up to what she did last last start, I think she'll be too good for them. I think she actually has some natural progression of what she did last start. All of these horses are here set to peak on this day. And I think Lady Camelot with the one that will, uh, will get the job done. And I think Coleman will be closing off very fast. Bakes? Um, look, as you would remember, I was on bodyguard and obviously won well the other day, but we had that very disappointing news yesterday. Uh, so I'm going to jump to the other Snowden runner with high octane. Uh, arguably, the horse gets out. He probably wins the race with bodyguard in it. Uh, he gets a better gate today for his pattern, which will have him sitting wide. He'll have cover. He'll be absolutely flying home, and uh, six fifty is a, a pretty nice price, I think. But look, agree with what G said. It's an incredibly open race. I mean, you wouldn't be surprised to see, uh, well, any of them get up. You know, Spy. What, what's wrong with Spywire at twenty one? I'll tell you what's wrong. He had to be restrained in a Magic Moons to run out a strong twelve hundred. Now he's from barrier eighteen. He's got to be back to last to run out a strong twelve hundred meters. Well, and it's going to be a, it's going to be a, it's going to be a proper test. What about, Kieran Mars suggests that the horse might be ready to roll, mate. Anyway, yeah. I'm just I've saying it's incredibly of, open. I've got a couple of horses for you to have a chat about, Mickey Gannon and Bakes. Um, I'm of the philosophy here, Mickey Gannon. With the way that that track was playing at Caulfield in the Chairman's, and Coleman won nicely on that particular day, but I think Damien Lane is such a smart operator, Damien, and he's done all the work with Anisa. So he, under, he understood the game plan with her, in that race, knowing that if he goes forward and takes on Coleman, he might have gone close or he could have defeated her. But that would have gave her one hell of a gut buster with the way that that track played. So he took his medicine, he went back, and I thought under the circumstances, he was as good as Coleman. Um, and you get $12 for her. I think there's a couple of like... I've got a lot of time for Traffic Warden. I think he will run a race at a price. Just need some luck with the, the draw. Um, and even a horse like... Sesterman. It's done nothing wrong. It smashed the clock at Flemington on its debut victory. And then in Sydney, it wasn't a disgrace the other day, mate. Yeah, I'd probably leave Sesterman out. I definitely do understand the arguments for the other two. Yeah. Uh, and these are definitely, you're spot on. Like, and these run was, was good. And I think you have to add 
more weight to to what it was just on paper for sure. So I think you could probably add a length and a length and a bit. I'm, I wouldn't be convinced that Aniza beats Coleman if if they rode him that way, but the margin most definitely is closer, and therefore the price differential is far too great. So, so I definitely agree with you there. Traffic Warden just doesn't look quite up to these G, even at its, no. even at its best. Uh, but wouldn't surprise. Like honestly, outside of outside of um, Lady of Camelot and Coleman, it wouldn't surprise me if anything ran in the top four. Like any of these, and I, and I think with these, these two-year-olds, you can have a look at the clock and the data and see what those horses are doing. But I think that the two-year-olds can take the biggest step in yep. how they can improve, and I think they can also take a few steps backwards pretty quickly as well if they're over the top. So it will be interesting. That's why we love these two-year-old races. And the Blue Diamond is a beauty in 2024. So was the Oakley Plate. It's a great handicap. There's no Group 1 winners, or there's one Group 1 winner, but Kalos hasn't won a Group 1. He has to carry top weight. As Fira would be carrying top weight, but she gets the mayor's allowance, so she still has to give Kalos a bit of weight on Kalos destroying her the other day, and you're getting $13 Kalos and $6 as Fura. Work that one out. Skew Whiff at 20 to 1. Sharipper at $9.00. Then you've got Benedetta, who worked nicely the other day at Caulfield on a Tuesday morning. Jason Warren says he's never had her better. You get $9 pickle bet. Hypothetical, there's a few of them here at $12. And then we go to Cumin, who was impressive the other day at $18. And Ray Magnanero, Magnanero has been placed to perfection by Robbie Griffiths and Manny DeCock. Gets in at 52 kilos, and you get $12 for him. And then King's Gambit could just blow them away, but his gate won a concern. He's at 440. Jake says, hey, boys, I've boosted the odds on King's Gambit today. Do you think it'll drift out or come in closer? Um, got it at $6 now. Your thoughts there, Mickey G? Yeah, I, I think I think it'll um, I think it'll drift, G, simply because all the pros and the syndicates will be heavily against that inside um, draw and they don't want to be playing for luck. It's just not their go. So I suggest that it, uh, King's Gambit will drift. Uh, but on that horse, and just looking at the speed map, the way that the eleven hundred meters is at Caulfield is you, you can you can comfortably sit in the running line there, and I don't think they're all going to be. It's not a it's not a twelve hundred meters or eleven hundred meters at Rose Hill where they're all charging across to find the rails. I don't think that's going to be the concern here. So I don't actually think there's going to be you know, too many horses in his way, so to speak. He's not going to be seven pairs back the fence. He might be two pairs back the fence or th- at best or three pairs back the fence. And Jamie Carr's patient. She's the right jockey to be on this horse from that position. And, and I think that at the weights, he's in really, really well. And I think he's he's on top for me. You just got to work out. Do you want to take that $4.40 now? I don't. But I think we will get closer to $5.50. And I think that's definitely worth the roll of the dice, Spakes. Um. Yeah, look, I found this a pretty tough race. I was sort of leaning towards King's Gambit. And then I had another look at it. And um, I think I'm going to take the price of 950 at the moment on Benedetta. Um, Benedetta's never run a bad race. And uh, I don't see her doing that today. So I, I just think the price differential there for me, um, you know, you can get you can get 330 a place. Uh, I expect her to turn up today. I, I think she'll get a really nice run for her. Um, I think she'd probably be outside where you are, mate, and we'll be able to go around the outside and just keep going. I, I, I just, I really like the horse. I was on her a lot last prep. I thought she's sensational. Sounds like she's come back a treat. So, 
Yeah, nine fifty. I think is a great price for her today. All right, then we'll take the news and come back and take your text messages as well. Loving them flowing through. Oh four double nine seven three six seven three six. Got a question for the lads, or you got a selection? For today's racing right across the country, let us know on that number, 0499 736 736. Let's take the news. This is Winners with uh, Brett Baker, Mickey Gannon, and of course, myself, Gareth Hall, thanks to Kilmore Toyota and Pickle Bet. Tenth race at Caulfield is uh, the Mannerism Stakes for the Mares. Revolutionary Miss just knows how to win. She's at $4. Rotar Ataki at $12. Vagrants had good backing with Pickle Bet, around $4.80, $5 for her. Then you've got Forbidden City at $9.50, running by at $6. An internal flame. Question here from one of our listeners. Hey, boys, boys, where is that um, question regarding internal flame? As I just... Where did it go? It was a good question, too. Anyway, they like Internal Flame, Mickey Gannon, um, one of our listeners. Yeah. Do you agree? Internal Flame was, was, was really good, too, back, uh, finishing well over the top. Should I work out how many runners are in that race, G? It was in a Phillies and Mares race. Uh, I think there was about nine in that race. So, a similar sort of setup here again today. Probably just did the track pattern to go your way. 1,400 meter start, small field, not a whole lot of speed here. Might make it a little tricky for Eternal Flame, but if they are coming down the middle, absolutely no reason at all why this horse this horse can't win. So, uh, no knock Eternal Flame. Uh, I thought Forbidden City was a really big price, given there wasn't a whole lot between Revolutionary Miss and Forbidden City last start, and, and there's a big flip. I think about half a length, and there's a big flip in uh, in barriers and, and run of race stuff here. I think Forbidden City will just get the absolute PR perfect run in the race, and running by wasn't too far away. So if I was playing Quaddies, G, I'd, I'd have uh, 10, 8, 7 in there, the three of those bakes. Uh, there were 10 in that race too, Gunnar, just for your uh, your records. Um, I, no worries, buddy. I'm here to help. Mate, uh, revolutionary miss for me. I just The horse has just hit form at the end of spring, and it just hasn't put in a bad run since. And I can't see her putting in a bad run today. Uh, her last run was really good. Um, yeah, I just think the horse is flying, and um, I think it'll be getting up again today. One hey, G, you're not going to believe yeah. it. There was actually eight horses in that race. It was 10. I'm looking at it. Oh, mate, scratching, sir. <laughs> so is there eight or ten? Let me count. There was eight. Oh, there oh, okay. there was eight. Or ten. Yeah. No, unbelievable. Anyway, you're just confusing everybody. Um, one of our friends from Tassie who's listening today likes Internal Flame, so hello to all of our friends in Tassie. Morning, boys. Has one big preble had a freshen up of late thoughts of his mound in the last high blue sea? Will it be suited by the track condition today? That's from Chris. That's a question for Sydney, but I'll ask you now, Mickey. Um, let me just scroll to my uh, my notes. Uh there there abouts. G. I had it marked yeah. eight dollars. So right. for eight, I think you're getting around five fifty. So yeah, I wouldn't have it as a bet. That's for sure. If Gareth does the show for free, then um, or for the love, can use that money to have a few bets each week. That's from Macca. Probably. Oh, Fair call, cool, Macca. Macca. Oakley Plate, is it raffle, so much speed, ninth race of the day, so coming down the centre of the track will be a probability, so looking for something to run on at odds. Yeah. Uh, because of the price, I like the 11, Le Picker at 100 to 1 and $2. Um, $20 it should be for the place there, for the Keys family. Well, it's about $41 now, it's been well backed. Oh, there you go, boys. I'm so glad um, 
I took everybody on with Mr. Brightside and Fangirl. Um, was anyone t- was everyone taking on Brightside and Fangirl? I don't know, but that double paid nicely a few weeks back. Not on um, this show. So, no, well done. Well done. <laughs> we didn't take them on. <laughs> Missed the preview. Quick... Obviously, missed the, uh, the the rollout that Ollie produced. Let, let's take Too a quick break and. Um, have I missed something? Damien Oliver's not riding at, at Saudi Arabia tonight. No, he's not riding at Saudi. He was here last night for the Jockey Invitational race there, or series at uh, Saudi, represented Australia there. So he'll be just at the races enjoying himself, Ollie. Um, so there you go, Chad. Let's take a break. We'll come back and have a look at Rose Hill. For all the tips, head to SEN underscore track on Twitter or text us on 0499 736 736. Live across Australia on SEN track, this is Winners with Gareth Hall. Saturday morning, thanks to Kilmore Toyota and Picklebet and terrific deals once again going on at Picklebet Bakes. Yeah, mate, same again. Um, 25% boosted winnings. Caulfield and Rose Hill up to 250 bucks on your first bet. Pretty good deal. Yeah. Uh, the best. Who wins the Silver Slipper today? It's a, it's an interesting race when you have a look at the market here with uh, Pickle Bet for the Silver Slipper. This is the race that Cylinder won last year um, and nearly went on to win a Golden Slipper when he finished second to um, Shinzu, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, Shinzu for Chris Waller and Coolmore. Um, This year in the Silver Slipper, which is race four, you've got Straight Charge at two twenty-five, Espinage at two seventy, Embassy at eight dollars, Erno's Cube at seven fifty. The horse that I think is at a big price is Celerity there, Mickey Gannon at twelve dollars. You're right, G. It is a big price. The differential in price between Embassy and Celerity is purely because J Max on Embassy. And uh, you may have intimated earlier in the week that if he had his choice over again, maybe he would be on celerity. But I don't think it well, matters. I think it I might think be straight the charge. I think, it, I yeah. think it might be the way. Yeah. But yeah, I think he mm. thinks celerity is a better horse, I would imagine. The way sure. he talks about her anyway. Either way, I don't think it matters. Straight charge is clearly the best horse in this race. Espionage, for this setup anyway. Espionage is a horse I want to follow moving forward, but I suspect that Espionage will probably start closer with the three in front of it and straight charge will potentially start with a one in front of it here. I think they'll find they'll work it out and TC will take uh, straight charge straight to the front and I think that'll be the last that they see of straight charge. I think it's a class horse and it would be quite competitive in a golden slipper, Bakes. Um, yeah, looking at the price now, straight charge into 220. Espionage at 280, so I'm going to go that way solely just because the price is a little bit different. I don't want to be on the same horse as you are. Well, you'll get um, $3, so and you'll do your dough. Okay, well, we'll see. Probably do lunch on that one as well. But yeah, espionage for me. Let's have we'll have lunch on that one, Bakes. I'll bring G Hall as my guest. Oh, great. Beautiful. Well, if, if I if I win, I'll bring G Hall as my guest too. So All right, beautiful. Sure Sounds let the best free lunch for the great man. Um, I can't can't <laughs> lose these days, can I? So Gotcha's at four eighty in the Millie Fox. Madame Pomery twelve dollars. Lady Laguna at two twenty. Um, Vienna Princess at ten dollars. And then how good are you, Bakes? Not you, the horse at thirteen dollars. <laughs> oh, that's oh, fantastic. Uh, I like Zoo Gotcha here. Um, I by the yeah. obviously she wasn't right in the Who's spring. Who's Gotcha? Zoo Gotcha. Oh, um, and. Wasn't right in the spring. Trials look fantastic. Um, I think big money for a horse of this calibre. So I'll be taking Zoo Gotcha at uh, nearly $5 at the moment. It's fantastic. 
Yeah, I think the price, price differential between Zugotcha and Lady Laguna is too significant. G, uh, J-Max on, right. Zugotcha draws barrier two, gets to, uh, gets every possible over that 1,300 metres first up. And I think it's the value runner of the day. Lady Laguna is going to be very, very hard to beat. She's up and about and and she's she's flying. So look, there's no reason why you couldn't chop out with Lady Laguna as well and, and, and make sure you don't lose on the race. All right, then let's take a break. We'll come back and have a look at the Hobartville, the feature there in Sydney today, straight after this. For all the tips, head to SEN underscore track on Twitter or text us on 0499 736 736. Live across Australia on SEN track, this is Winners with Gareth Hall. Be with you, thanks to Kelmore Toyota and also Picklebed on this Saturday morning. And uh, we're previewing Rose Hill right now. The Hobartville Stakes for the three-year-olds over the 1,400 metres is the feature in Sydney. Tommy Kitten, James Cummings gave him a wonderful push there the other day on Giddy Up Stable Mail. He's at 3.20. NCAP at 5.50. Duke Cass at $9. Celestial Legend at $9. I've got time for that galloper. And then we go down to Fukabana. At $7, and Les Vampires at $8 here, Mickey G. You'll get time if you tip Celestial Legend again. Let me give you the tip, G. I reckon. No, I'm here, mate. I'm here. You got me? I can't hear him. Well, maybe maybe the listeners do. G, you got me? Well, Banks can hear him. Yeah, I can hear him. just me. Continue on then. Continue on, Mick. Fantastic stuff. Uh, <laughs> oh, gee whiz. Technology. Tom Kitten clearly on top here. I think he's a class horse in the race. Bursting out of the ground doesn't hurt whatsoever. 1,400 metres step up there is ideal. Happy to be with it. I thought Fukabana was the horse that was the nearest danger and could definitely jump out of the ground, especially given you have a informed yep. J-Mac booked. Bakes? Uh, I like NCAP. I thought the first run was pretty good. Um, yeah, he was left a little flat-footed when they sprinted. But uh, he made up good ground. He's in a better spot today, and you're getting six bucks. So, uh, yeah, I'm just not a Tom Kitten fan. All right. He's not a fan of yours. Derry Groves at $5. Omni <laughs> Man you at 17 the, the together. Yeah, Red Card at three ninety. Libertad seven fifty. What was that, Tommy? Yeah, he doesn't like dogs either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not nice, Tom. Um, That's not nice, Tommy. And then, and then we go down to Frilled, no. who's the who's the favourite three eighty here, Bakes. Yeah, I like Frilled. Um, I thought the first race was really good. I, you know, I think they probably thought that she'd sort of get the job done and all that. And I'm glad she didn't because we were on uh, Brudenell, weren't we all? Well, that was wonderful. Um, but look, you know, everything else in the race that was there, Derry Grove goes up a kilo, Renoso goes up a kilo. Uh, yeah, so I think the race looks pretty nice for Phil today, so that'll be my bet. Are you relieved to see Brudenell out today, Bakes? Would you have had a uh, a real, you know, tearing moment with the heart letting that one go around without you? Oh, I pro- it probably wouldn't have. I probably would have no? stuck. Probably would have stuck. There I mean, is. I wouldn't be surprised if it runs oh, a sneaky boys, race in the Oakley enough, Plate. Sorry. We haven't got enough. We haven't got enough time to talk about a horse isn't running. What else have you got in race night? Have oh, you got? Have you gave your come tip on, here? Come on, G. This is a comedy show. Uh, I think Key Largo is a big, big price. I think it'll jump out of the ground here today, and I think Red Card on a drier deck it will be 
than what we first expected will be uh, well suited, G. All right, then. What about last race? Take said on the odds couple this morning that he doesn't mind French Bonnet at each way price at $16. Then we've got High Blue C at $5.50. True Crimes at a big price. Starman at $10. Dakota Vroom at $7.50. Kintyre at $8. And the favourite, Gently Rolled, is at $3.30 here, Bakes. Well, look, between Bjorn and myself, we've... Um... He's raced them. I picked him in the last two weeks, so I'm not getting here. We go. Formula. Here we go, indeed. Rupertar for me. Each oh, way. get out of it. No, it's on. Fifteen dollars each way. It was a great run last time at Canterbury. I think it can bring that form to Rose Hill and get beyond his treble. Oh, it makes me sick. Rupertar's my best each way player of the day. I can't <laughs> believe it. I cannot believe it, G Man. Uh, this horse is fine. Hasn't won in a while. You've got to stop talking to him in the ad break. Yeah, I've got to stop giving it away. Uh, yeah, no, this horse is absolutely flying. Just hasn't won in a while, but I think today's the day. Maps to perfection, and that is a big price. Very keen right. each way. Eight price. Boys, just joined a Miss Ray 7. Thoughts about Sue Gotcha. Get on, brother, whoever that is, or sister. Um, yeah, I think it'll be mighty hard to beat. Hey, Hawley, up at Willow um, Bar, I think, or Membrill. I don't know where that is. Um, um, from Melbourne, I need the great Gano for a two-horse multi anywhere on the punt at the RSL. Good on you, Stevie. On you, Stevie. Uh, let's go. Two-horse multi. Gee whiz. Straight charge for sure. Let's have that yes. in there. And, Midtown uh, boss. Midtown boss. And, no, no, he said he said Gano. And, oh, uh, I was just trying to help you, mate, like you do with me in the breaks. That's all. And <laughs> gee whiz, and Rupert's hard to play. There you right. go. All right, then we'll take the news, then we'll come back, Bakes, with your best bets at Rose Hill. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Don't, don't talk to him, Bakes. I you're won't. Still, I didn't talk to him before. He always cheats off me. He looks on my shit. Yeah. Take <laughs> the, we'll, take the ten, we'll take the 10 o'clock news. For all the tips, head to SEN underscore track on Twitter or text us on 0499 736 736. Live across Australia on SEN track. Welcome to Winners with Gareth Hall. I don't know about this music today, Ollie. We need to have a little bit inspiring. Oh, there you go. Let's get the team's best at Rose Hill today. We'll start off with you, Brett Baker. Uh, race five, Zenzella. Race six, Marquez. And obviously, we've covered Rupertar in the last each way. All right, then. What are you doing here at Rose Hill today, Mickey Gannon? Uh, race four, number two, straight charge. Best of the day. Rupertar, the best uh, each way player of the day. And I thought Robusto... Well, luckless last time. Should have won that race. You're getting a pretty big price about it. I think that'll get the job done in race six, number 11 as well, Jay. All right, then. I mean, I think out wide today, Bakes? Uh, no, not for me. Just a couple that we've already covered down in Caulfield and wish the punters good luck. All right, then. What about you, uh, Mickey Gannon? You've always got something out wide. Yeah, I've done my best and I've come up with absolute duck eggs at Gosford and Tunkari. It's okay. just that the tracks are rain-affected. But I tell you what... There's a fair bit of rain around in Queensland, and if we do get to a uh, like the 40 mils they predict, Oscar Zulu in the last loves a wet track and just hasn't seen one for a while. It's around $16. That'll be a play, but we want to make sure we're on a uh, on a heavy track. So just keep your powder dry there, keep an eye on that radar, and that's at 6.50 tonight, so you've got plenty of time. 
And thanks to Kilmore Toyota, the new Hilux stock is available now. Hey, lads, I really like Embassy in race four at Rose Hill at $8. It's an easier map than straight charge, albeit in a small field. Can't take two twenty-five price now about straight charge. Your thoughts there? That's from James. Uh, yeah, I understand the theory and, and I get it. I just think TC will just go handlebars down straight across and find the rails. Uh, but, hey, you could be right, James, and good luck to you. Yep, gets J-Mac, Embassy. Um, good on you, Bakes. Enjoy your day. Say hello to Mrs. Baker for us. I always do, mate. And listen, you be careful over there in Saudi. They don't put up with much rubbish, so you just behave yourself. It's a beautiful country. They have been so... Um, um, well, they've been so nice so far. Anyway. They clearly so don't been... know you that well. No. Um, it surprised me a little bit. It's exceeded my expectations, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> they would have been pretty low, buddy. Anyway, you have yes. a good trip, and uh, we'll see bakes. you back in the land of Oz next week. Good on your bakes. Um, see you, Mickey. See you, brother. Have a good day, mate, and uh, enjoy the Saudi Cup tonight.